What's up, Gator Country? Your man Andrew Spivey back with Nick. And Nick, wasn't the result uh, on Saturday up in Rocky Flop, uh, 38-33 Tennessee wins, but uh, it wasn't for a lack of fight. It wasn't for the lack of uh, big moments in the game, um, and it wasn't for the lack of Tennessee holding their breath as uh, the Gators uh, rebounded and you know were down 17 with about five minutes to go in the game, and um, you know they they lost on a hail mary that was intercepted as uh, the uh, time expired, but. Uh, you know, it was uh, it was a game that was a, a really good football game. There's no moral victories in, in sports, in my opinion. Nick, you may have a different opinion on that. Um, for me, there's no moral victories, um, but I take some positives from this uh, loss by the Gators on Saturday. Yeah, I think I think any time you can come back from a you know a 17 point uh, you know lead with you know just five minutes to go and you can make it a ball game that that in itself deserves uh, a little bit of props uh but like you said there's no moral victories uh Florida lost this game and, and ultimately it came down to the red zone numbers I mean when you look at it each team had six red zone trips uh Tennessee was six for six in the red zone and Florida was four for six uh ultimately uh that's the stat that stands out to me the most when you're looking at the two teams uh they were similar in total yards uh, Tennessee had a little bit more of a rush, um, a rush game than Florida did, but Florida did a good job of uh, of adapting to that and, and Napier calling plays according. You know, he he knew that the run game wasn't going to be there, um, and he uh, and Richardson Richardson balled out last night, and and he gave Richardson gave the Gators uh, a chance to win that football game, which I think uh, is another you know takeaway from the game. Unbelievable performance by Anthony Richardson. Unbelievable performance. I said on Friday, I said all last week, I wanted Anthony Richardson to be Anthony Richardson and and, and not care. Go into this game, you know, here has been some comments where he said, you know, he was trying to be more professional and be more of a leader. And I thought, I said, that, you know, I want to see Anthony Richardson just be the, the fun-loving Anthony Richardson it was. And on Saturday, that's what it was. 24-44 passing. And, you know, a lot of those were throwaways. Um, a couple of them were uh, um, drops, uh, including a big drop by Justin Shorter late in the game as Florida was going to yeah. take the Hail Mary. Man, that was that was bad. But anyway, overall, I mean, uh, you know, 453 yards to the air, two touchdowns, the interception, uh, and then on the ground he had uh, 62 yards rushing and two touchdowns. Uh, Anthony Richardson is the reason this uh, team was in the position they were, um, and you can take a lot of positives from that. Um, Anthony Richardson was was back, and he looked good throwing the ball. He threw some balls. I, I think he I think he had some of his best passes in his Gators career on um, on Saturday, and I think his best pass of his career was a strike to Ricky Pearsall um, late in the game that really set him up to score uh, their last touchdown. I agree. There were there were three or four passes um, that I that were like jaw dropping passes. I mean, I remember texting you, Andrew, during the game about one uh, where he 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 fit it through a window that I don't think many college quarterbacks can make it through. Uh, and and it should be noted that he's his feet weren't set because he was getting pressured, uh, and he threw an absolute strike. Uh, and there's just I mean, there's you you can it's clear as day the guy has the arm talent uh, to to make this you know a profession. Um, you know, I don't think that I don't think that he was as accurate with the football as maybe I would have liked, but he was good enough. And 
Uh, and like you said, a lot of his incompletions were throwaways, which I wanted to comment on today because that was something we were not seeing from Richardson prior, uh, especially against Kentucky and USF. Uh, you know, we've talked about it on this podcast. He, he was kind of, he was kind of just taking sacks, uh, or, or running out of bounds for minus three, four yards. He did it, he did it once against Kentucky and he did it again against USF, but he did an excellent job of just getting rid of the football, um, he escaped several sacks just by throwing it away, which was uh, an awesome job by him. And yeah, I thought I thought this was an incredible performance from him. Uh, definitely his best in a Gator uniform. Uh, you know, he never really like, you know, he wasn't always accurate with the football, but he never really made like he didn't have a ton of turnover worthy plays. Um, you know, he did throw the interception there at the end, but you have you have to throw that football. You have to get it in the air. Yeah, that's a. Yeah. That's a throwaway, in my opinion. That's right. a, you know, yes, it counts on the stat sheet, everything else, but you know, I, I, I'm not, I'm not stressing no, about that. Absolutely not. And and so when you when you look at his performance, I, there wasn't many throws that you know when he missed, he missed where no one else could get could get the ball. Do you agree, Andrew? Oh, one hundred percent. And I think the biggest thing for for him was. He didn't miss a lot of, uh, of open receivers, uh, right. high um, or or even low. Uh, you know, he threw the ball where he had to throw the ball, um, and he did a good job of really, you know, stepping up in the pocket and keeping his eyes downfield. You know, while also understanding that, you know, hey, I may have to take off and run. And I think that was the biggest difference in this game was his ability to keep his eyes downfield while also keeping that internal clock. Uh, and it's tough, uh, you know, to, to, to keep looking downfield, keep the, the open mind to throw the ball, but also understanding that, okay, the clock is ticking. I only have, you know, three seconds before Tennessee's going to be on me, um, that kind of stuff. And I, I thought he did a really, really, really good job of that. I thought he did a really good job of commanding the offense. Um, uh, Nick, you'll have to you'll have to correct me here. I don't think Florida had a false start penalty in this game, right? Uh, I don't believe so. They did have ten penalties. Right, and we'll get into that in a minute. That was not yeah. pretty. Um, no. Again, a lot of most special teams, unfortunately, um, and we'll get into some Tennessee penalties that were not called, but um, we'll get into that again in a minute. Uh, but still, you, the crowd noise did not affect Anthony Richardson on Saturday. Uh, you know, I think it fueled him a little bit, um, and this was a team that, uh, you know, their, their number one thing was to run the ball. That's what they had been great at all year. Tennessee came into this game, and they said, hey, not going to happen. You're going to throw the ball. And from start to finish, Anthony Richardson was able to do that. Um, it seemed like for the first time um, all year, and you and I said it, we were like, Florida cannot go in a in a boat race with Tennessee and win this game. Well, they almost did, and yeah. they were they were really good. Um, Billy Napier deserves a ton of credit. We're going to give him some credit here in a minute. We're going to talk about it because the man has some yeah. gigantic, you know what, for a man. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second, but I, I, I just think that, you know, everyone harped on Anthony, and rightfully so. He deserved it. But Anthony Richardson finally was Anthony Richardson. And, you know, I, again, I don't know. I, I hope he goes back and watches his tape and says, I can do this. And, you know, obviously the 500 yards, you're not going to do that week in and week out. But he just seemed to have fun. 
And I, again, you know, some guys are just that fun loving guy, like that, you know, has to go out and have fun in order to, to be that way. Some guys have to be dead serious. Like, I don't know that you see Tom Brady, you know, laughing and cutting up if you, you know, feel good about that. But would you, you know, the same way with like Tim Tebow, would you be upset? I mean, would you feel differently if Tebow didn't come out with the fire? Yeah, you would be like, okay, something's wrong with him. That's how I feel with Anthony Richardson. Right. I mean, it was it was just incredibly fun to watch last night, and and it was obvious that that Richardson was having a good time. And and I mean, when you just look at at what he did, 515 yards of offense. That is that is insane. Um, like I said, he made some throws that that not many quarterbacks in the country are making. And and guess what? He ran he ran the ball 17 times. I know I know the run lanes weren't weren't always there, and you know he only he only totaled 62 yards on that, but he did have two rushing touchdowns. Um, and, and and we'll get into to Napier. And more importantly, I thought he made good decisions when he ran. Right, um, I agree. You know, pulling it down and running. There were several times, too, where he was outside the pocket. He could have ran for five, but he found open receivers and hit them deep. Um, and I thought he read the zone reads really well in the game, where when it was time to keep it, he kept it. And I, and I don't know that I can say that um, about the last few weeks. I thought there were several times where the DN crashed or the outside linebacker crashed and he should have kept it, and he didn't. But I think in this game he did. Right. Yeah, and before we get into the, the, the defense and, and the special teams kind of areas, you know, I, I, and you just mentioned we were going to talk about it, and I want to. How about Billy Napier's game plan? I mean – he came out of the gate and 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 showed Tennessee how aggressive he was going to be, and he stuck by it for four quarters, uh, and and it almost is the reason why Florida came back and won the game. Um, so, you know, you know, five of six on fourth downs. Um, I I knew right away it was going to be one of those days when when he was going for it on fourth and one from our own thirty nine or or whatever the whatever the yardage was on that on that opening drive. Um, Incredibly gutsy performance. He trusted Richardson, uh, and Richardson executed, and it was almost enough um, for the Gators to, to pull off a comeback. But, you know, the Gators just couldn't get a stop defensively. I'm so sick and tired of hearing, Nick, about how Billy Napier is not a good play caller, about how yeah. Billy Napier is, is not cut out for the SEC. Shut up. Yeah. That's what I said. You heard what I said. Yeah. Uh, and if you have a problem with it, cool, tweet at me. I don't care. But I'm going to tell you what. Billy Napier is a, is a good play caller. Name a play on Saturday that wasn't good. Uh, I right. mean, it, the play calls were good. Um, you know, obviously, with some on third down, he was running the ball because he knew he was in four-down territory. Why not? Um, you know, he, I thought the play uh, on third and ten on his own four-yard line where he called a, uh, a run for Trevor Etienne and he got 18, you know, that's a good, good to call. But Billy Napier went into this game knowing – I cannot put the game on my defense's shoulders yep. because Tennessee's offense is too good for that. I need to score every single time I get the ball, and I need to score touchdowns, not field goals. Now, it, the field goal in the first quarter, you know, hey, you'd love to have that back. Cool, whatever. Uh, but, that, but that wasn't the game plan. The game plan was that, and it was simply that. And, you know, if you have a, an issue with that, I don't know what to tell you because yeah. now – Next year, is that Billy Napier's game plan to go forward as many times, uh, six times on the fourth down? 
Probably not, because the defense is probably better. But guess what? That's the game plan that it called for on Saturday. That's what gave the Gators the best chance to win the football game on Saturday, was to go for it six times on fourth down and to gamble. And and that's what it is. I, you know, I, again, you can you can always second-guess everything. You can second-guess everything that, that, that happens in a football game. And if it goes a certain way, it's great. If it doesn't go a certain way, it's great, too. Um, you know, I, I heard some people griping because he called a timeout in the second quarter with, uh, you know, a minute to go, and Tennessee ends up going down and scored a touchdown. Guess what? If he doesn't call a timeout there and Florida gets a stop, the fan base is pissed off yep. because Florida, uh, Florida wasted that much time on the clock when they had a chance to score. He thought at that time his defense – was going to make a stop. Right. Get over it. Uh, you know, I mean, the two-point conversion at late in the game where, you know, they were down by 17 and he went for two. I, I, I coached for 10 years. I, I understand. Our, the book says and the, the analytics say that if you're driving and you're down by 17 and you score a touchdown, you, you feel like you can get one of the two-point conversions if you miss the first one. You can get the second one because you feel like you have momentum there. And, and then you're on the road, so you want to kick a field goal to be able to win the game late in the game. Again, it didn't turn out the way you wanted it to, but I, I, again, it's one of those plays, Nick, where if it works, you're calling the man a genius. And right. you, you can't have it both ways. And, and to say he needs an OC is just absolutely ridiculous. Give the man props and give the man credit. He put up 594 yards against an SEC opponent. Give him credit for it. Yeah, the 11th ranked team in the country, by the way. Right. Uh, and and you know, so you know, it's not it's not a slouch of a defense. I know Tennessee hasn't had you know the defense that they've wanted in the last in the last few years. Uh, but let's be honest with ourselves. The reason why Tennessee's defense isn't as good as maybe it should be, Tennessee's offense scores so quickly. I mean, they, they put up 576 yards on just 25 minutes of offense. That is insane. That I mean, is like hyperspeed. They, they ran, let's see here, 70 plays in 25 minutes of time possession. <laughs> and I will nuts. say probably eight of those minutes or in the fourth quarter when they right. were just trying to run the clock out. Yeah, and so you know, back, back to back to this whole uh, Napier play calling thing. Look, I saw so many people on Twitter and just in general mention, you know, they were they were saying, oh, I love I love Napier's decisions to go for it on fourth down, but I just didn't like the two point conversion calls. Do you? <sighs> Napier was five of six on fourth downs and did not get either of the conversions. I mean, come on. That's why you. That's why you don't. That's why you don't like the two point conversions because it didn't. Because he didn't get it. If he had gotten the two point conversion and Florida goes and wins that football game on that late late second field goal, Napier is praised as the coach of the year. I mean, mm-hmm. let's, let's be honest. I mean, but 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 the other side is now you know instead of being the coach of the year because he's the most gutsy play caller in the country, well you know now he needs an offensive coordinator and needs a play caller. Come on, guys. That's, it, that's, it's 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 quite frankly ridiculous, and and Napier has called a good enough game plan to be four and zero to start this season. That's a fact. That's not that's not even arguable at this point. And also, um, there were there were I thought that I thought that this game against Tennessee in particular was his best game game call yet. I I thought I thought there were several plays that 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 we hadn't seen yet, which I which I really loved. And Andrew, me and you talked about one of them. Um. 
the the Richardson kind of power run to the outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, we ran it three times, and I believe it worked for more than five yards every single time and worked for a touchdown one of the times. I mean, that that's the play call where you're just taking your numbers. I mean, we had every time that play was ran, um, the offensive line was out in front. We had the numbers on the play. Uh, and, it, and so it was obviously going to work for at least five yards every time. It was a great play call. Tennessee was not ready for it. Um, and, and it's just those little things that you pick up in, on in the game. You know, I, we, had, we hadn't quite seen that play call before. Um, and, it, and it worked. And, and I thought, I just thought, I, I, I just, I, I can't, I'm, I'm at a loss for words at this point. I, I, well, I can't I, even. And the thing is, is he didn't call any more of a different game than he did in the other games. And the difference in the, in the game is this. Anthony executed. And, and again, I'm not being harsh on Anthony uh, from it. I, I think Anthony played a wonderful football game this game, and I think he'll tell you he played an awful two games against Kentucky and USF. And, I, right. and, and that's the truth. Uh, I think he, he will tell you he played a great game against Utah. And guess what? The Utah game plan was set up great for the Utah game plan. Uh, you know, there's some calls in the game. You know, you, you and I talked about it a little bit, and not to not to call you out. Um, you know, you you and I you and I can't stand the wide receiver screen to Xavier Henderson. Mm-hmm. In this game, there was a, the the play, and it was and Xavier dropped it, and uh, you know, you you were like, man, he I don't like that play there, and I'm like, I I know you don't like that play there, and I don't like that play there. But the numbers suggested it. You had three on two over there. You had two blockers with two guys to block and Xavier to catch the ball. What is Billy supposed to do when yeah. Xander and Ricky do not get the, the block? Yeah. I, the I, I, the I, there. Yeah, you're right. They didn't execute it. And, you're right. You know, I, and again, you know, you, 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 can, you can look at that and you can go through, you know, several things throughout the game, but – it, it's there. I, I want to change real quick and, and go to the defense side of the ball and, mm-hmm. and talk about the same thing. You know, you, you gripe of people gripe saying Patrick Tony's not an SEC defensive coordinator. Okay, the game plan was what it was. They gave it 576 yards, yes. The depth on this defense is awful. It's awful. But, but not only that, you were let down by seniors. Seniors. 50-year seniors at that. You were let down by guys like Trey Dean, Amari Bernie, Rashad Torrance, Brenton Cox. You were let down by those guys because those guys didn't make plays. Patrick Tony can only tell Trey Dean what to do, and if Trey Dean doesn't do what he's supposed to do and cover who he's supposed to cover, Amari Bernie doesn't cover who he's supposed to, to cover, Brenton Cox doesn't lighten up on sides, What's he supposed to do? I mean, it's man-to-man coverage and Trey Dean lets the guy fly across. It's man-to-man coverage and Amari Bernie takes the wrong guy and leaves his running back wide open. What's he supposed to do? The depth isn't there to replace those guys right now. So what is he supposed to do? I, I, I'm tired of the whole, this staff can't coach. These are the same guys that lost football games last year under Dan Mullen. And I don't know what else to say. I, I, it's not like he has a new roster. These are not new guys. There's nothing he can, they can do about it. Death is that bad right now. I mean, I, I, I think it's very telling when you look at um, when you look at the defense and you, and you kind of look at at who's you know who who's made plays this year for the Gators. Who has you know who 
who's kind of stood out to to us and for me it's Shamar James it's uh you know who recorded his first career sack by the way uh it's Shamar James it's Devin Moore it's Jalen Kimber what do all these guys have in common it's it's their first year yeah. with the program uh so I, I, I think and Chris McClellan is another one. He played a great game. There was one play in particular. He took on two Tennessee offensive linemen and still got the QB pressure. Uh, right. But, you know, I, I mentioned this in my in my takeaway. Patrick Tony can't play defensive back for Trey Dean. That that's not allowed. He can't he can't go out there and play. He can't go out there and let and tell him in his ear, "This is your man." Uh, it, it, I mean, it, it Corey Rayner is not a coach. I mean, did no, Corey exactly. Raymond forget how to coach too? I mean, I mean, Corey Raymond might be the best defensive back coach in college football history. You know, he didn't forget. Yeah, I mean it, and you know, I mean, guys, this is. I mean, it was it was a frustrating performance, obviously, and and Tennessee has a great offense, and if you give them blown coverages, if you give them the free play, they're going to tear you apart. Well, think I mean, about it. Think about it. They're going to tear you apart. Tennessee had what seventy yard gains and a forty three yard gain on busted plays. Mm-hmm. They had an eighteen yard touchdown that you and I could have scored on, and we're both years outside of our uh, of our uh, competitive uh, you know game. I- I'm old and fat. Um, you 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 can't give free stuff away um, in this. You know you you late in the game. You and I talked about this. The most one of the most frustrating, irritating, pissed off moments that I've been in a Gator football game in a while. Brenton Cox over here barking signals. It's third and six. Line up and go play. Go go get the quarterback. Go go get the running back. Don't bark signals out and get a penalty and cost your your football team five yards. That's selfish. A yeah. selfish play. I don't know what else to say. That's selfish. A selfish yeah, I, play. I don't know if there's been a single play since I've since I started following Gator football that has infuriated me more than that five yard penalty. Because you're you you have been your defense has been shredded the entire game and you're supposed to be the captain, the leader of the defense. You're supposed to be, you know, you were all SEC preseason, all this and that. You're supposed to be the dog. You these the players on the team look up to you. And it's third and six, and it's a must stop for the Gators. I mean, we we were down two scores still. They, it, it, if you want a miracle at winning this football game, that stop needs to be made. And he's out there trying to trying to get Tennessee to mess up instead of just going out and making the play. I mean, I I know the game isn't easy. I know it's tough. I know Tennessee's a good team, but come on, just line up and make the play instead of it was it was. I I, have, I don't know if I've been more frustrated at a single play than, than that five yard penalty. And it sounds silly. But that five-yard penalty infuriated me more than the blown coverages did. It re- they really did. Uh, I agree. I mean, because it's it, it, there's nothing there's nothing about it that's cute. There's nothing about it that's funny. There's there's nothing about any of that. It's it's dumb. It's selfish. It, it, yeah, I mean that's just what it is. I mean, make a play, man. Hush. Shut your mouth and make a play. I mean, that's what I, that's what I tell a lot of these guys on this team. Shut your mouth and make a play. Don't don't, don't be don't be over here flexing. Make a play. Make a play. And and you know, I mean, again, you know, what's Patrick Tony supposed to do there? 
I mean, what's Sean Spencer supposed to do there? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what he's supposed to do. Uh, you can only tell your guys what to do, teach them what to do, and I can guarantee you Sean Spencer ain't telling him to bark out signals. That's, yeah. that's, that's clown stuff. Yeah, he's not. And, and I don't know. I had a conversation with my buddy last night, and, and we were talking. And, like, what – I mean, we have we have our seniors out here making mistakes – that we're worried that our freshmen would make, and that's why our freshmen aren't playing, right? So, at, at what point, at what point do you just do you just start Tyreek Sapp over Brenton Cox? I mean, I, 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 like I, I, I've seen enough. I, I, it, it's a frustrating defense to watch. The the seniors they they don't lead by example. Uh, they have not all year. Um, you know, Gervon Dexter doesn't run his mouth quite like the rest of them. But but where was he last night? Yeah. I, I, I'm just, uh, like yeah, I said, I'm at a lot. McClellan, those yeah, guys I'm, played, you know, they, they, yeah. they played really good ball. Yeah. Um, you know, and, you know, I, I you know, even, uh, you know, I thought Devin Moore, you know, played pretty good ball, um, in the, in the game. I thought, uh, um, um, Kimber played good ball in the game. Um, Avery Helm and uh, Jason Marshall were beat a little bit, but you know overall I thought they played okay. Um, you know on the Jason Marshall play, I mean what's Corey Raymond supposed to do? I mean you're man to man with the guy who doesn't even start for Tennessee, and you can't make a play. Yeah, I mean I, I don't know what else to say, Nick, except for tell me you don't know football without telling me you don't know football. Yeah, sorry. Sorry yeah. if that hurts your feelings. Yeah, I mean it, it. It it it's it's just as ridiculous as saying Napier can't call plays, which I cannot believe I still saw people say that after last night. I I, I that's like extremely shocking to me. Um, yeah. But you, I, it, it's become it's become obvious to me that we're just gonna have to give Billy Napier time. I mean, I know I know how hard that is as a, as a Gator fan myself. I know how hard that is. You always want the Gators to go out and win football games. Uh, no questions. But when you look at this team, I mean, you, you, you look at the, the players that are making the mistakes. They're seniors. They're not recruited by Dan Mullen or by uh, or they were recruited by Dan Mullen, not recruited by Billy Napier. So I, I just you have to give this defense time. Uh, I, I'm a fan of Patrick Tony. I like what he's done so far. The one thing he's he's fixed and, and and turned around, which which we've seen, is the turnovers. Right, um, Gators have created at least one, and and in most games, I believe two turnovers. Um, and so that's already an improvement from last year. The the, the Grantham defense from last year couldn't get a stop, or they couldn't yeah. they couldn't create a turnover. Um, so I I think already you're seeing improvements there, but I just think with the overall depth of the current roster, it's going to be a while. It's going to be a while, guys. Uh, the you know you you know the Gators have a, a have a pretty good pretty good recruiting class right now pretty good defensive line class gotta hope that gotta hope that can stay through um and, and this is gonna get better as, as time goes guys uh, I think as the season goes on you'll see improvements in, in certain positions but again this is one of the best offenses Florida's gonna face all year long oh right? one I mean I mean guys Hendon Hooker just launched himself into Heisman Heisman level conversation yeah. and, and, and that isn't a joke I mean he he's he's playing incredible this year uh he had a great year last year but this year's he's even he's playing even better um 
they 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 got a they got wide receivers that are that can really play ball. Um, Brew McCoy was one of my players to watch, and and I know a large chunk of his um, yards were on a busted play by Trey Dean. But uh, I mean they, they they got a load of wide receivers. Um, they got a really good offense, guys, and it's incredibly hard to stop. But with that being said, if Richardson has 515 total yards and the Gators score 33 points and our time of possession is 34 minutes and 56 seconds. I expect to beat most teams in the country. I, I do. I expect to beat most teams in the country with 594 yards of offense, 33 points, and 34 minutes of possession. You beat most teams in the country playing like that if, you're, if your defense gets one stop. But right. the Gators could not get one stop. They had no stops. The Tennessee team did not punt. I know we had a sack on a fourth down, and, and, and we got a fumble, and, and, and you know, we, so we had the two turnovers there. But, guys, if the defense makes a single stop, if, the, if Tennessee punts one time, this is a different ballgame. This is, yeah. you know, we're, there's a different energy on this podcast right now because Florida probably wins the football game. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I have never. By the way, about, yeah. what a freaking performance by Ventrell, man. Yeah, that guy. I mean, he's a dog. Uh, he's a dog. I mean, yeah, he, he's the captain. I, I tweeted it. Back. I mean, uh, dude played his, you know, played balls to the wall. Uh, you know, played great ball. Um, had the force uh, um, fumble um, and recovered a fumble. He was uh, hurrying the quarterback. Unbelievable gutsy performance on basically one foot by Ventrell. Yeah. Um, in the game, just great, great, great game by Ventrell overall. I, I, I can't, I can't say enough about the gutsy effort of Ventrell Miller and how much he means to this football team. Um, another guy, you know, I, I thought played well um, in the game besides Chris McClellan. I thought McClellan played his best game yet, but I thought Des Watson played pretty good, even though, you know, he was gassed at times. I thought Dez was getting a little bit of a push um, in the game, um, and uh, and I've seen that. I just, uh, Nick, I need to see these these DNs get a rush. Boone, Princely, um, Brenton, I need to see those guys start getting a push uh, up front. And then kickoff return, they need to, need to let the ball go in the end zone. Yeah, because when they bring it out, it's just a flag fest. That I, just I, is. I could talk for I could talk for an hour on this, uh, and this is one of the notes that I did want to talk about. Um, it it is again one of the most frustrating things uh, to watch when. Let, let me start. Let me. This is a good way to start it out. Let me start it out by saying this: under no circumstance should your offense when being kicked off to start at the four-yard line, your own four-yard line. That should never happen. How, I, I don't even know how that's possible. Um, it, it is so frustrating to watch, uh, and, and, it's not, and it's not like it's a, one, it's a one-time thing or, or it rarely happens. It happens every single game. The Gators have averaged more than one kickoff penalty per game. That's, that's ridiculous. Just knee the ball, um, fair catch it. Start at the 25, guys. Start at the 25. That would be a breath of fresh air. I said it in my I said it in my game takeaways uh, last night. Just take it at the 25 yard line. I, I I get I get it. Napier doesn't trust another returner. He doesn't he doesn't trust another guy not to fumble the ball. Xavier Henderson's done it before. I get that. I get I get not wanting to turn the ball over. Trust me. 
But what I don't get is still having him return it because our best return to date, to date, was last night. We returned it. It was the it was the return before half to the 27 yard line. That's our best return to the 27. That is is it's it's beyond frustrating. And um, I mean, we even had we even had former players, Ahmad Black, last night tweeting out that he was tweeting out how ridiculous it is. He was tweeting out how ridiculous it is that Xavier Henderson's the one returning kicks. I mean, when you when you have former players, and Ahmad, and Ahmad Black would ride or die for the Gators. I mean, he would die for the Gators. He's 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 his. I mean, he bleeds blue and orange. Um. So when you have former players out here tweeting, you know, obvious obvious things that need to be fixed, then well, something's got to change. I mean, the, the 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 special teams unit has to be better. I mean, the, it. I, if we have to start another drive at the four yard line, I'm going to lose it. I'm, I'm going to lose it. Well, the, the thing about it is, though, is, is it. Okay, so there's certain penalties, Nick, and and I'm not I'm not telling anybody anything they don't know. There are certain penalties, and there are certain parts of the game that the penalties are lack of effort and a lack of awareness. Okay, you know, obviously. Holding call on offense sometimes can be that way, but most of the time not. Uh, personal fouls are one of them. Um, you know, late hits are one of them. Um, you know, that, that kind of stuff is one of them. But special teams penalties are that. When you see the back of a guy, and you can look at the back of his jersey and see his name and his number, don't hit him. Period. In the discussion, don't hit him. Don't hit him. Guy beats you. You better go figure out a way to get back in front of him. Don't hit him. That that is it's, it's as simple and easy as that, right there. I don't know any other way to say it. It's as simple and easy as that. Don't hit that person, and it continues to happen over and over and over again, and it is absolutely killing uh, this, this team's drives at times, you know, and and we talk about it, and, you know, Florida scored on a lot of those possessions. Right. But guess what? It was time taken off the clock yep. that could exactly. have been used at the end of the game. And you needed all of that, and, you know, it's it's all that stuff that adds together. And, you know, you think, okay, well, it didn't matter because we scored. Well, okay, yes, it didn't in a way, but yes, it did in a way. Uh, that stuff's got to get fixed and got to get fixed in a big way. Now, special teams also made a big play. DeWan Black, huge, huge uh, recovery there uh, on the onside kick. Looked unbelievably good there. Uh, but then you had a missed field goal. That hurt. That could have been used late in the game. Um, you know, so you special teams has got to get better. It's special for a reason, and it's got to get better. Uh, overall, you, you just have to improve that portion of the football game. Um, while the penalties were there, Tennessee, man, they could have had an M&A fight. It wouldn't have mattered. They didn't care. Referees didn't care. Hayden Hooker threw more elbows in that game than, than you'll see in some, some uh, UFC fights. Hey, it, the, the late hits and stuff by Tennessee – Ridiculous. Ridiculous. I've I've watched a lot of football games and I don't know if I've ever seen a, a player throw an elbow, multiple elbows in a row to a player's head and not get called for. I, in I, front of the referee. I, I've watched a lot of football in my life and, and I and I 
seriously, I don't know if I've ever seen that not called. I, and and I'm not one. I'm not one to sit here and say you know, Gators lost because of penalties because that isn't true. But they didn't lose because of that. But no, but but it's it is infuriating that that's called in every other game I've ever watched and not against Florida. I mean, it is it, that that's infuriating. Um, and the, but before we wrap this up, Andrew, there's a few there's a few there's still two more things I, I want to bring up. Okay. The first one, the first one being, um, we've and we've seen it twice this year when the when the offensive line believes that there's a uh, offsides, they freeze, right? We we saw it, I believe, right. against Kentucky, and then we just saw it against Tennessee. That to me makes absolutely zero sense, and I mean zero sense. What I I I am so. I, I would love to sit into a room and, and I, and I, and I, and I love Billy Napier. I support almost everything he's done. This one, this particular, and it's, and it's a very small, it's a very small detail, but it's, it's one in particular that I, I don't get behind and, and I, and I understand why it's done. It's not that I don't understand why it's done. It's that I still don't get why they do it. So, you know, the particular play is, is when the offensive line believes that the defense is offside, they freeze. Now, the reason they do that, is because they are trying. They want to get the penalty, right? They they want the refs to see who 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 the one that was jumping was. They they want it to be on the defense. But what you're doing is you're one you're giving up a free play, right? So I feel like most of the times the the the, the refs do get it right, and then you get a free play if your offensive line is playing. You get a free play. You get to throw it 50 yards downfield and hope for a completion, or you know you get to you get to get 50, you get to get 20 yards instead of five, right? So you're giving up a free play. And then the worst part of that situation is if it's not called, you're giving, you're, you're throwing away a play. You have to throw it away. We saw it last night. It was first and 10 too. Do you know how much harder it is to pick up a first down when it's second and 10 instead of first and 10? The odds, the odds say it's very difficult. Um, so that to me, and I, I don't know how, I don't, I don't really know, Andrew, how you feel about it, but that is to me one of the most frustrating parts of, of what I've seen so far. Uh, and, and it's a very simple detail. Uh, it, which is saying something because I, I, I do support a lot of what Napier has done here. In fact, almost all of it, but that, that one particular thing, and, it, and it's a thing, it's, it's something I've seen a few teams do this year. I, I don't get it. I, I really don't. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't either. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I understand the logic uh, per se behind it. Um, you know, you, you you, you hope the the defense just freezes and you get a free play there. Um, I don't like it. Yeah, but but simple. Let, let me just simple. say this: like the, the the best case is right. The best case scenario when you do that is that you're right, and it's a, and, and, and this is if this is if the offensive line reacts, like reacts to the to, to the play. The best right. case the the best case is you're right, and it's a free play, right? But if you're not, if the offensive line isn't moving. It's not a free play anymore, so you just have to throw it away. So you, you, I understand you get five yards, right? That's great, but you would get five yards anyway. Like it, it you, like I, I get, I guess, I guess their their thought process is it increases the chances of it being called, which may be true. But guess what? That's happened twice this year, and neither time has it been called. So I don't even know if that's true. I mean, in the worst case is you're wrong, and then you're throwing away an actual play. Yeah, no, I, I get it. And, I and again, I, I I don't like it. Um, 
I just think it's a chance to make a big time play. And instead they're just taking the five yards when in reality, I feel like most of the time it's called anyways. And we've seen that we've seen them do it twice this year and neither time was it even called. So they just threw it away both times and it was right. a drive killer both times. So I, to me, that's frustrating. Uh, I know. Again, I, I agree with you. I, I don't like it. Um, I, again, I, 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 I understand their logic behind wanting to do that, but I don't like it. Uh, and that's, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and the, the, the one other thing I wanted to bring up and, and this kind of ties it all together with, with what we've been talking about. And, and that's, and, and I know, I know me and you, Andrew talked about it was on the last drive of the game when the Gators are trying to Gators, Gators are hoping for a miracle, right? They're, they're trying to get into the end zone. Uh-huh. We saw two two particular plays where the receivers did not go out of bounds, and I know the stop, I know the clock stops momentarily, but when 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 you're dealing with when you're dealing with that kind of situation where every seriously every second is crucial, we we saw Justin Shorter take five yards, take five extra yards instead of get out of bounds and save I don't know three four seconds maybe, but do you know how crucial that three four seconds would have been if we had it on the clock? It, we, we would not have had to throw a Hail Mary there. We we could have done a quick slant out of bounds and then throw. Um, so, and, and and then we saw Bowman do it. As, Bowman do it as well. But but the dip. What what I'm what my point is, I expect that from Bowman. Right? He's a young receiver. I expect him to to maybe to maybe make that mistake. Um, but shorter, just you got to know to get out of bounds there. I mean. Not only does it allow your allow your team to to get set and and make an extra you know make an you know really get the get the get the, the the play call you want, but it saves you three to four seconds. I know that they got on it and hiked it pretty quickly, but still with three to four seconds, that guess what that adds up. Uh, and, and the Gators could have used that four seconds and Bowman too. Bowman did the same thing. He took the extra five ten yards instead of getting out of bounds. But in that and, and normally I would say that's fine, but in this particular situation, the Gators needed those seconds. Right. No, I'm with you. I, I'm with you for sure. I, you know, I, again, I think there was some some little mistakes, and you know, I, I think for for the most part, Billy Napier took credit for it um, yep. and said, yeah, or took responsibility for it and said, you know, listen, we didn't play a clean game, and we need to uh, we need to clean it up. We didn't make enough plays to win the game, and we need to clean it up. So, you know, I, I, again, it's uh, there's. There's a lot of room for improvement, not just defensively, offensively, uh, special teams, uh, you know, coaching. You can say the same thing about coaching. It's all of it. it, it it's all of it that has to improve uh, on uh, on game day. I, I will say this, though, and that is if you don't believe things are headed in the right direction for this program, I don't know what to tell you. Right. I, 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 I don't know what to tell you. I agree. I mean, one of I mean, one of the main takeaways last night, right, was that the team didn't give up. I mean, they fought until the clock hit zero. And and Andrew, are we seeing that from last year's team? From hell no, no, we're not seeing that. We're we're not seeing that comeback. That 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 you know, kind of last second, you know, feeling. You know, I I think most of us thought the game was over, and then all of a sudden we have thirty nine yards, and 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 we've seen Richardson do that before, so it gave us hope and. And and that's the kind of that's the kind of vibe that I, I want from this football team, right? I mean, I know the depth isn't there, the talent per se isn't there yet, uh, but that's going to come. I mean, 
Napier knows what he's doing. And, and I think the biggest takeaway was just that the team did not roll over and die. And, and, and in the last two or three years, that team's not making a comeback. That, that team isn't giving you a chance to win the football game. So I think that's what stood out to me the most. You know, Napier stood in the paint in, a, in, a, in his press conference and, and, and took responsibility. I think he said 12 to 15 plays were on him. Uh, and that's a lot. Um, and so, you know, I respected that as well. And, you know, it's, it's just one of those games where the, the Gators just couldn't get a stop defensively. And, and, and that's ultimately what it comes down to. And it is frustrating, but um, there are positives to take away from, from what we saw last night, uh, multiple. Well, so and the biggest thing, thing is, is taking the, the lessons learned in this game and not letting them happen go forward. And that's the biggest thing that can happen. Good news is you got Eastern Washington coming to town. Hopefully you can get some uh, some younger guys in there and maybe replace some of these veterans that can't get the job done. Uh, I mean, I'm all for it. I, 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 can, I said this to you all fair. If you get beat man-to-man, one-on-one, and, and you're playing your position and you just get beat, I can handle it. Am I going to be happy with it? No, but I can handle it. But completely not doing your job, there's no excuse for it. There's no excuse for it, especially when you're a senior. There's no excuse for it. And it just, um, my patience with it is gone. It just it just is. I I don't know what else to say. You're a fifth year senior. You're obviously never going to get it because if you were, you would have gotten it by now. Uh, you know, again, it's not a difficult scheme. It's definitely not as difficult as it was with Todd Grantham. You can't line up and know who you're supposed to cover, and you knew who you were supposed to cover because you lined up on top of him, and then you let him go by you. Yeah, I, and I don't know what to say. The bottom line is we're seeing it from the same players every week, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and and it's it's one of those things where it's it just makes you wonder, are like if the backups are going to make the same mistakes, right? Because I understand that that's the fear. Just why, why not play them and let them learn from it? I, it uh, we'll, we'll see in the coming weeks. I, I think you made a good point against uh, that. You know that we the Gators do face Eastern Washington next week. Who knows? Maybe we'll see. Maybe we'll see a lot of different players in the game, and and, and maybe maybe Tony sees something he likes out of the backups, and 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 maybe maybe he he thinks that you know the backups are going to give him a better chance to win. Time will tell. Like I said, I think a lot of change is going to happen um, with the defense over you know over the course of just even this season. I think we'll see improvements. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's certainly frustrating that it's that it's the senior players and it's the same players every week that are that are making these mistakes. We got about two minutes here, but uh, at least you're not Miami. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean that's... they got blown out. Yeah, I mean they didn't even yeah they didn't even lose. They got they got beat badly. I mean, whew, that was a that was that was a that was a beating. I mean. Uh, you know, at least you didn't lose to them. You know, as all the people who were mad about the uh, USF game, hey, at least you won. Uh, well, yeah, so. I, I I think it says something when you when, when you know when you find a way to win. Um, you know, obviously that game was not good by any stretch of the imagination, but I think it's important that you find ways to win because guess what? Some coaching staffs don't find ways to win. That's so, exactly right. Um, 
Yeah, so, I mean, you got to say this. I'll I'll say this one more time. I've known Billy Napier for 10-plus years. Followed his career. Um, Been in coaching clinics where I've heard him speak. Ford is in in good shape with Billy Napier. Trust, believe in the process. There's a process. It, It just is what it is. It's a process. I hate to say this, but certain guys adapt and are okay with losing and and always revert back to their to the to those ways. Unfortunately Billy Napier's dealing with some of those guys on the team. Just is what it is. Nothing he can do about it. Give the man a little bit of time and listen, this the football team's gonna win still win some football games this year. It's gonna be a team that's gonna, you know, scare some football teams. It's gonna be a team that's not gonna go into to Jacksonville scared of Georgia. They're not going to be. Do they win that game? Probably not. They're not going to be scared of them. They're going to be intimidated by them. So enjoy the season. Enjoy Anthony Richardson. And trust Billy Napier. Trust Patrick Tony. They're good football coaches for a reason. Yeah. I mean, it, it's at the point in the season, Andrew, that this team doesn't have anything to lose. I mean, you're zero two in SEC play. Your your chances of of having an incredible season are 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 kind of falling out quickly. Well, what does this team have to lose? Go out. Well, and, and, and not to cut you off here, but Go this is it. where Mullen lost his football team last year, mm-hmm. where they quit. Right. But I mean, we'll learn I, a lot about Billy Napier and his program yeah. going forward. And and like like I. I I mean, do you do you think that this Skater team is going to go go into to, to Dope Campbell Stadium and lay down and, and let them run Hell over them? No. Hell no. They're going to no. give that team a run for the money, and it may be a good game this year for the first time in a while, but I don't think that FSU team's super excited to have this Gator team come into to town. I, if I had to guess, they're probably pretty nervous about it, and they're nervous about it because the Gators are 2-2. Two and two. Right. I mean, we have, we have absolutely nothing to lose. So, you know, I, I, I just think it's one of those things where – Go into College Station and give them a run for your money, right? I mean, what, what? Pull pull out all the tricks out of the bag. Go for it on fourth down every time. Do whatever you can to win the game. I mean, and, okay. and, and that and and that's the kind of energy that I'm looking for, looking forward to. Because if we, I mean, I know, I know, I know the Gators played played, you know, not not great on defense, but the energy was there last night. I mean, that was a fun game to watch. Um, and, and I think you'll continue to see more of that down the road. Agreed. Agreed. All right, Nick, we'll be back on Friday to talk uh, Eastern Washington and everything else surrounding the Gators. Um, again, we appreciate it. And uh, check us out at GatorCountry.com and check us out on social media. And, uh, we again, we appreciate it all. And we will talk to everyone on Friday.